0: Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. You got a kind of meeting? Going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hooked yeah, yeah. out, because I just had a complaint in the building, manager that it should be be drinking, it should not be drinking, it should
1: be be drinking. I'm sick of it. I'm sick
0: of that. am sick of this! Of what? Health. Health.
1: I'm sick of health! SICK OF HEALTH!
0: Here we are again. The sick of health podcast and as always I am very glad to welcome back Dr. David Wright.
2: Hello, it's good to be back.
0: And Rob Littlewood. Hello. The fans favourite. Nice to be back. As I've been led to believe. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Make the fans love you. (laughs) Yes. It's those (laughs) insightful little pieces you bring to the peaks. Anyway, Rob (laughs) side. This week we are going to discuss and it started out as a broad subject of recreational drugs with therapeutic uses but we've kind of centered in on what is known as CBD or cannabinoid oil I believe Mm -hmm. Um, which is a essentially part of weed marijuana Um, and we're going to kind of center in on that and look at how it can be used in a therapeutic setting and we're gonna start with a little story as we love to do and this is Charlotte's story um, and this is you may well have heard of this it's a pretty famous one and it's about this girl from Colorado um, and she was born uh, born as a twin with a sister I can't remember the sister's name she's called Charlotte and essentially um, she about three months in I believe it was the dad was changing the baby and she has a seizure epileptic seizure they didn't quite know that at the time but she had a seizure of sorts mm. so they take her to the hospital the hospital check her out they do a full what was the test called it was a proper uh, oh it was a lumbar puncture yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, look for Is it that? all doctors <laughs> say nothing wrong don't worry about it it'll go away happens a month happens she has another seizure a month later they go in again don't worry It will go away. We can't see anything. A scan show nothing. Blood show nothing. So then it keeps going. They don't really know what's going on. They start. And the thing was that she has this twin. So they're able to almost compare their development. And the twin is starting to, this is growing in age, talk, walk. Charlotte's not making that progression because she's having these regular seizures. Mm -hmm. Um, And they haven't been told what it is. They can't work out what it is. They keep being told, we can't see anything. It will go away. But a year in, nothing's happened. If anything, well, no, it's got more frequent. Seizures haven't gone away. Still searching for a diagnosis, but they know something's wrong here. They go to a specialist in, I think it was Chicago, um, after they've cancelled out everything else, and they get a diagnosis based on this genetic sampling. I think she had an 80% gene that suggests she has something called Correct me if I'm wrong here. Dervant? Dravant, Dravit, I think. I'm <laughs> Dravet, not sure on the exact... It's that rare. Yeah. Syndrome. Mm. Which is an epileptic disorder. Okay. Really super rare. Um, but essentially, there's no treatment for it. There's no end to it. And this girl ended up being at the point where she he was having 300 seizures a week. Which we did the calculations earlier. And it was... What do we work it out as? Two and hour yeah to an hour so it was 42 a week yeah. so roughly two an hour seizures bearing in mind they say the seizures can be over 30 minutes how old is she at this point do you know like, so this was between the ages of two and five essentially Bloody um hell. throughout those three years mm. she's essentially in a perpetual state of Epilepsy, which is... What's the term for it? Status epilepticus. There you go. Some nice Latin for you there. Rings off the tongue. (laughs) And um, for those three years, her parents obviously are desperate. They're trying everything. They get her her on all the heavy-duty stuff, the benzodiazepines, which is Valium, essentially. essentially. Um, Anything they can... Anything any doctor suggests they go for. And a lot of them have pretty negative effects. She's either having a fit or she's dying of the drug she's taking to stop her having a fit at this point it's no she can't walk she can't talk she can't eat and um the parents are desperate gets to this carries on for like three years five years they try clinical trials with experimental drugs they try ketone diets which is a kind of almost it's a thing that is recommended for epileptic fits and it did work for a little bit for her but with. Mad side effects, but then she relapsed after, uh, I can't remember, six months, something like that, Yeah, um, and went back to this 300 seizures a mm. week state, and her parents, obviously, at this point, are getting absolutely desperate, and then in, I think it was 2000, which is the point she's five years old, uh, marijuana becomes, was it legal? It is legalised, or
1: legalised you know, in Colorado. Nowadays, terms. it's definitely... Legal for recreational use in Colorado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And in 2000, it
0: wasn't quite there, but it was you know decriminalized as such. Anyway, um, the father sees this video online of this kid who's being who's uses medicinal weed and he's got having seizures and it helps treat them. Mm. And the funny thing is with the the two parents is they've been through this. There was obviously a vote on legalizing weed in Colorado, and they the whole time been campaigning, voting against any sort of legalisation of it. They were fully against it. But they'd obviously got to this point where they were absolutely desperate. Like their kid was dying, gonna die. So they got desperate and the dad sees this video and he's like, let's try it. And she finds this dispensary where they've got this strain of marijuana that's high in CBD and low in THC, which David will go into a little bit later. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you know what? I'll buy whatever you've got left, which was two ounces, I think, $800. Her friend helps her extract it as oil, and they, she gives it to, the, to Charlotte. And first hour, nothing happens. Week goes by, nothing happens. Like proper miracle mm-hmm. stuff. Mm. As in, no seizures. You're just waiting for it to fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, the way she describes it, she's sitting there thinking, it's a fluke, when's it going to go wrong? When's it going to go wrong? Interestingly doesn't go wrong in that sense it goes wrong in the terms of they run out or they get to the point where they're running out oh. and no one is breeding this th this cbd high thc low one because thc is the stuff that makes you high so that's what all these producers are yeah, looking for yeah the main appeal isn't but then it they is. come across this one breeder who's well, I say breeder, I don't know if that's the right term. Grower, probably. Grower, yeah. <laughs> who are doing it. And they've crossbred plants for years to get this CBD high, like 20% and the THC low, under a 1% plant. And they take it, they extract the oil. Um, and it was basically the long-term effect was if she takes it twice a day with her food, she was having two or three seizures a month. Wow. Versus 300 a week. Such
2: a good turnaround. Which yeah. is...
0: And it's one of those where you're like... It's one of those ones you see in the news and you're like... Oh, come on. Give it a rest type of thing. Like, mm. almost too good to be true. But there's loads of cool videos, stories. This was a big one They in the news. And it is, in the essence of the word, miraculous. Yeah. But just as a, a opener to the possibilities... Of this, it was a. It's a pretty good eye opener, and it kind of kickstarted the whole campaign. And the really in well, the interesting side of it is the Stanley brothers who produced this strain of weed high in CBD. They named it after this girl. Oh, cool! And they named the strain of weed Charlotte's Web, <laughs> which is now, if you Google it, is Charlotte's Web is a book, right? Yeah, it was written yeah. and then it turned into a and film. The film yeah. Interestingly, as well, side fact here: the uh, the book written in the 1950s, I think, was, it? was banned in Kansas because talking animals is blasphemous. Oh, is that right? Apparently. Uh-huh. Completely irrelevant, but interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, and anyway, if you now search Charlotte's Web, this strain of wee comes up ahead of the book, which shows the impact it's had. Yeah, I
1: suppose so, yeah. I, I, there, there was a similar story recently, wasn't there, as well, with that English child who was having severe epilepsy and the parents essentially... Moved over there for a couple of months or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: To... They went Europe, I think. To Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah. Amsterdam's trying, trying to deal with that, yeah. and it had similar effects. It's there's a, there's yeah. loads of anecdotal stuff with this. Yeah, which it
1: unfortunately largely is anecdotal at the moment, isn't it? Well.
0: Well, yes, yes and no. Epilepsy, perhaps not. But before we get into that, I'm aware we've been flinging around words like THC, CBD. Yeah. So come on, David, enlighten us. Yeah. So
2: CBD and THC are both chemicals that are found naturally occurring within the cannabis plant. Mm. So they're the biggest constituents of cannabis and they're they're very different in how they act. So THC is, as you were saying before, Joe, that's what most people are looking for when they smoke marijuana is getting that kind of high feeling. Whereas C B D is works in a completely different way. Well, there's two receptors that they both work on, but C B D doesn't have any of those high giving effects, but it kind of works in a more nuanced way and it kind of modulates how THC works, maybe some other chemicals within
1: the brain. They're both the biggest parts of that plant, but just work in slightly different ways. Would I be right in saying that in a, a pretty simplistic sense, there are two branches that form marijuana's makeup? And one is THC and one is CH CBD. Yeah. Is that about right? Kind of. So, yeah,
2: there's the two main... If you were to buy a joint or go to Amsterdam, they kind of advertise them in two ways. So There's sativa and indica. And sativa is... They're two of the biggest... Um, oh, my plant biology is awful. Genuses of the cannabis sense. plant. <laughs> So they're the two main types, mm. and uh, sativa has more THC, and that gives you the high, yeah. and indica it gives you more of a mellow effect, and that's because it's got a higher amount of CBD in.
1: Valuable information for my trip in July, thank
0: you. <laughs> no <Yeah>. problem. What, <laughs> is your, what is your favourite, topic of interest? <laughs> uh, I'm more of an indica man myself. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. You <laughs> always love to Keep it chilled vibe. out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but, so you talked about the receptors there. So yeah. there's two different ones. And am I right in saying I've read stuff about the CBD one that it has, and this is connected to why it's got these therapeutic effects? It, it almost enhances your immune system in subtle ways.
2: Yeah, so that's right. It's quite complicated with CBD. So there's two receptors that they both work on, the cannabinoid receptors, CB1 and CB2. And these, you have naturally occurring cannabinoids uh, within your body so endocannabinoids and they're to do with kind of uh, lots of different effects within your brains they help with memory they have mood and emotion and they also give you a slight euphoric feeling so when you go on a run which I'm not a massive runner myself but Mm -hmm. apparently you can reach a runner's high point and it's the endocannabinoids which give you that effect so there there's a system that's naturally occurring within your body but these, both CBD and THC, are what's known as phytocannabinoids, so they come from plants. THC kind of within the brain, so on the CB1 receptor, whereas the CBD is more in the immune system and the gut and it's not. it works in a slightly more complicated, nuanced way.
1: And THC is kind of more strictly psychoactive? Yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, so this, uh, the people from your story, they bred
2: specifically a strain of cannabis which were higher in the cbd so you don't have these kind of high effects but it has these holistic natural kind of uh, beneficial
0: effects and i'm i'm right in saying that we've obviously talked about epilepsy seizures here but it's implicated in quite in lots of other areas as well isn't it because of this holistic effect as you might as you say
2: yeah 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 so it's kind of it's been used for a very long time so there's instances where it's been shown in i think 2700 bc in chinese medicine for all different kinds of things so gout menstrual disorders rheumatism malaria constipation (laughs) if in doubt smoke a doobie (laughs) yeah exactly It's, it's got yeah it's Really widespread, the kind of different things it was used for, and then it was also it's been used throughout history for slightly different reasons. So yeah, ancient China had those effects, and then uh, I think in um, medieval times, uh, Islamic physicians used it for similar things too. And then it didn't come to Western medicine until a couple of hundred years ago, and that's when it started getting used for epilepsy.
0: Yeah, yeah. And am I also right in saying it can be used for anxiety? Yes. So yeah. Which is a beautiful segue into something that I'm really excited to hear about, which is, so we've heard uh, the classic case study. We now have, we have our own case study here. We do. Because famous, famous, the most famous member of the podcast was well, <laughs> has himself been, as it you can buy it in the UK, there's nothing illegal about this, has himself been taking CBD and if we delve into it a little bit i'm right in saying you've had kind of anxiety issues in the past
1: yeah so definitely anxiety issues in the past uh kind of been affected by uh, depressive stuff as well that's that's in the past as i'm sure you've um, heard plenty about um and so i know for a fact in the u.s that cbd is is really taking off with you know the whole marijuana industry over there—it's careful to differentiate between marijuana and CBD at this point. But the marijuana industry is really blowing up over there, isn't it? There's—I uh, can't remember the name of the two of the biggest marijuana um, producers in North America at the moment. But number one just bought another one in the top five for two and a half billion dollars, wow. as in they acquired one of their competitors. So this—this this is a massive, massive industry. And and CBD itself, along with um, states like Washington State and Colorado. Um, deregulating and essentially um legalizing recreational use of, of um this marijuana um is kind of leading to um public perception changing around this kind of thing, so people are becoming more welcoming around and you can buy it you know really affordably in the form of like chocolates gummy sweets and and I know that
0: how much how much did your bottle cost you
1: It's a bit more expensive over here unfortunately. Um, you know, when I first Googled it, um, which was actually before we decided that we were going to do a podcast yeah, on yeah. this, just, you know, anything that can, can help, you know, uh, the anxiety that I was having at the time I was interested in and also pain reduction as well. Um, it, um, varied from, you know, when, uh, was it two of us or a couple of us were on Portobello market? Um There was a store there which looked like the kind of place that would sell this stuff. It was like a tattoo parlor slash piercing place, <laughs> and it's pretty radical. But there, I I said, do you do you sell CBD? I saw it on Google, and the guy was like, yeah, it's like two hundred seventy quid uh, for a awesome. small bottle. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and whereas I did not spend that, um, I spent it's like thirty quid on a uh, let's have a look, um, ten milliliter bottle. So really small.
0: Let's look at the packet
1: yeah have a look it yeah. doesn't claim to do anything officially it just kind of implies things doesn't it because at this point it like we said it is kind of all anecdotal it's a bit less empirical yeah it's
2: not marketed as a medicine i believe yeah. it's just
1: it's a health supplement yeah can you read read what it says on the back there
2: uh, so it's a full spectrum terpene-rich cannabis oil with 500 milligrams of cannabidiol CBD. It includes high levels of uh, terpenes, phytocannabinoids, and essential oils that are found in the buds of the cannabis plant. Well, I'm gonna Just kind of
0: ask you to get paint. Paint us. A, this may be a bit personal. No, go for it, mate. Paint us a picture of the circumstances or events where these the anxiety or depression thoughts might. Yeah be exacerbated or kick in or or however. paint us a picture
1: so first and foremost shout out mental health awareness month which is this (laughs) month of may it is It it is. is yeah uh you know speak up people um (laughs) anyway uh, it's to be honest a couple of weeks ago quit my job very glad i did it but i was having a very very rough time at work um it was not a pleasant experience for me day in day out um and I'll kind of leave that one there, but it was absolutely contributing to anxiety that, um, that I previously had. It's it's strange. I kind of first got anxiety last year. Um, and I'd never really noticed it before, but it was really overwhelming, overwhelming enough for me to be like, I need to do something about this.
0: Um,
1: and, and I think now I've just, now I've recognized how that feels and, and what it is. Um, I've been better at acknowledging when it's happening, um, and being like, that's anxiety, that's not you, that's so not turns, what you're thinking. When it,
0: I'm just trying to get so, kind of quantifiable yeah. so we can compare yeah, to the of course. now almost. Is it a daily occurrence, is it a weekly thing, is it pretty sporadic?
1: For the the last two slash three weeks of, what, of where I was working, it was pretty much daily. Yeah, every morning, I would say. Um, and in the past as well, it was more or less a daily thing that I would experience over a period of time. Okay. Uh, and it's a case of taking changes in your day-to-day lifestyle that all makes small contributions. So uh, exercising to get the endorphins going, making sure you get enough sleep, making sure you're eating properly, things like meditation as well. Um, you know, I highly recommend that. That's really helpful. Um, and talking about it as well, which is really difficult to do initially um, I've spoken to you about it before um, you know it's really important to have friends that you can talk to about this kind of thing and, and, and actually you end up being surprised because people um, who you don't expect are like I've had that I've experienced that and I just haven't had the balls to talk about it yeah, yeah. and you know it comes up in conversation now and I feel very comfortable talking about it and if I can help other people I really do enjoy doing that but uh You're our are broadcasting
0: friends... it to the nation now mate. yeah <laughs> yeah and, and by all means Fair play to yeah, it's, yeah. Us,
1: it's um it's very constructive to learn to talk about these kinds of things and and like i said there are a couple of friends of ours who i had no idea uh were, were dealing with this and it's something that we actually spoke about as recent
0: as last weekend yeah so killer question then let's get to it because i'm interested we have yeah we haven't talked about it we haven't talked about cbd
1: at all we've t- spoken about why you know what what kind of bent benefits it could have for me or you know what i was trying to combat so what i um, what
0: want to know when did we start taking it how much and did you feel any effect
1: so um our friend's engagement party was about a month ago wasn't it Sully's, so yeah. yeah class uh, as well very very good <laughs> yeah <laughs> very very good time um so uh, this place where i could buy it for 30 quid as opposed to like 200 odd quid mm-hmm. um is out in Surrey, like close to where I live. And so we were going home for our friend's engagement party, which was at his home out in Surrey. And I thought, I there's a good opportunity for me to go and buy this stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, put the 30 quid down and I thought, maybe I'll try it next week. And I just thought <laughs> like, YOLO, I'll try it. <laughs> I'll try it now. Um, and uh, I remember did it before, what what happens is, is there's a small pipette here, a little bit left, which I might take at some point. And, um, you fill it up halfway, and then you drop it under your tongue, mm-hmm. and you hold it under your tongue for up to about a minute, and then you oh, swallow. Okay. It does not taste nice. By yeah, the way. I've heard that. Yeah, it's kind of it has a distinguished flavour. It says distinguished. On of them, yeah, <laughs> on some of the yeah, it's a bit fishy, is it? Yeah, it's a bit fishy. <laughs> um, so I don't know if ever you, you guys have ever taken fish oil tablets, yeah. and and you leave it in your mouth too long, and it's not, and you're oh, like, okay, yeah, it, that's yeah. not nice. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Uh, so I just thought screw it I'll do it and um, what I will say is that the first time I did it I kind of noticed it more than any other time after Um, I think probably because I was paying attention to any impact it might have Uh, you don't feel much you know with THC obviously
0: no, that's you're kind like, of the point right isn't yeah, it yeah mm. THC you're like you don't want a oh, high no yeah. yeah. you're not taking it for exactly. a high exactly you're not yeah.
1: taking it for a high and, and that's that's where I think people get slightly confused is because that high you had at
0: the engagement party was the other stuff
1: or that wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> a, joke. a cocktail yeah <laughs> um, so it it was it just makes you feel really at ease and I felt very conversational I felt very relaxed Not in a THC kind of relaxed. I just felt um, level, and this is uh, when I say level. I'm comparing it to the other end of the spectrum, which is where you're anxious and everything is just like frenetic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just felt very level, and it was it was fine. And I I did obviously we drank plenty that afternoon, which I think kind of um, will have confused it slightly. But I had plenty of experience. Taking it, not drinking. When I was going to work, you know, you do it a couple of times a day. Put it under your tongue in the morning. Put on your tongue in the afternoon.
0: That's that's the bit I'm interested. In, I guess because yeah. you're still going to the work at that mm. point, which wasn't great. And Didn't mm. make a difference in that environment.
1: So, um, in response to that, I'm. I just wonder what it would have been like if I hadn't taken this. If that makes sense. Yeah. 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 You know, it, of course yeah, it did, it was, one, it was, was control.
0: it was horrible. Yeah, it's not like the most scientific it, it stuff, is, yeah. it's it, it an anecdote.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, it was not, it was not a nice place to be and it made it more bearable for sure. Um, compared to the week before, cause I mean, you do yeah. have that, you are your own control in a way cause it was terrible at work. It was yeah, yeah. leading yeah. up to this. So, yeah.
2: So it was more bearable.
1: Yeah, I'd say it was, it got me through it for sure. Um, and uh, it helped me to not make any like rash decisions. Definitely, um and and another thing I would raise as well is that um this is going to sound uh, like a bit of a tangent, but um, I've had back problems and neck problems in the past, mm. where I visited the chiropractor, and and that's helped a lot. But you know, I can't afford to do that, and. Um,
0: uh not that job no yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>.
1: <laughs> um shout out job seekers allowance <laughs> uh so it, it helps for sure with pain reduction and it does last you know a good few hours where you're
0: that's that's where you are so overall would you are you going to continue to take it i feel is the pertinent question yeah, I would
1: actually. I would. I would buy it again. It's there are no addictive elements to it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, which is also um, important to emphasise. But Same I would. Possessive
0: of that bottle over, <laughs> <laughs> clinging <laughs> onto it tightly. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly.
1: So, let's, definitely
0: let's inject a bit more science into this. Yeah, because <laughs> I know David's itching to get some. <laughs> so we had two little stories here, and there's so much out there, anecdotally, for this. Miracle stuff. I'm not mm. saying Rob's was miracle at all, but there's clearly some effects there. Yeah, yeah. What is what's the scientific community saying? So
2: yeah, it's very mixed for this, and it's it's best established where we started with the epilepsy, and there's actually some therapies coming out. One in particular, which has uh, had phase three clinical trials. This is fairly um, meticulous clinical trials where they're large scale. <clears throat> They've been tested for safety and efficacy. So how well they work in patients very much like Charlotte, who are struggling with different severe epileptic mm-hmm. uh, disorders. And it works well in that. So it's it does come with a kind of a side effect um, profile. So There are certain things which um, come about when you use it, but it does work very well, as we sh- saw in uh, Charlotte's case, where it can completely take out epilepsy. In some people so it is very good and i think they're looking to kind of market it as a backup therapy so it's not going to be the one you take first time so yeah, yeah. as charlotte went through lots and lots of different options before she got there so i think this is going to be something which is kind of used as an emergency if nothing else is All working but there is a lot of good evidence showing that this is going to work and it's probably most likely going to be approved in america within the next month maybe by the time this goes out for what's recording, the, what's really? it called
0: what's the
2: so the drug is called Epidiolex. So it's a, it's pure CBD. So this is... Yeah, so the synthetic. Things, uh, I think it's from hemp. So I think they take it from the plant. Okay. But I'm not 100% sure on how they produce it. You can make it synthetically, or you can just derive it from the plants. I think theirs is plant-derived. But that doesn't make much of a difference. It's the same chemical. Um, but yeah, so that's just recently, within the last couple of weeks, been given... Uh, the green lights from a panel that help kind of the FDA, which is the American approval process for uh, mm-hmm. drugs. They said it's good. You should go for it. It's It's got a good kind of side effect profile. It works really well, and it's really hard to treat patients. So
0: it works. Yeah, yeah, CBD yeah. is great for epilepsy, for the really tough epileptic cases. And what is it? You mentioned the side effects yeah. profile there. Come on, give Devil's us... advocate. We've heard good negative? this, good that. What's... Yeah. Well, I, every single medicine
2: comes with different side effects. So you've got to kind of bear in mind that- Even cowpole. Even cowpole Even Calpol. <laughs> calpol. Make I mean, you calpol. <laughs> Tastes delicious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <As well. laughs> yeah. pretty good. It's very safe. Uh, cannabidiol has a side effect profile where it's, it's pretty good, and it's definitely a worthwhile trade-off for people with this kind of severe epilepsy, but you can have diarrhea, vomiting, and one that's kind of they're looking at in longer term studies are raising certain liver enzymes, which could be a sign that you've got some inflammation in your liver, which is something a bit worth uh, looking out for. Mm. And these are still, when it goes to phase three trials, it means that it's ready to be approved. But there's also a lot of testing to do once it gets approved. Mm-hmm. So once it goes into the clinic, then you'll have long term studies to see how it works. So That's going to be really interesting to see. Okay, But it's definitely, it's, it's going to go
0: ahead. I did hear Robert in the toilet down the hall. It sounded pretty <laughs> dangerous. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but now, also,
1: I did not experience any side effects, really. But uh,
2: that is also yeah. a good point with all of this, because the CBD oils you get over the counter aren't going to be anywhere near the same regulated yeah. as you'll get with this drug. So you're not going to know the same doses. They're not going to be given in the same way. So you might, you might not get any side effects because you might not be taking enough or you might be taking too much and it's just, it's a real kind of, if you're going to use this and try it out which seems like a okay thing to do at the moment, mm-hmm. I think you've just got to work slowly,
0: build it up until you find something that works for yourself. And what do you think the balance? because I feel like we've got two different ends of the spectrum here, you've got your individual who is in dire need of something, they've tried everything else mm. and this is a proper lifesaver for them and at the other end of the spectrum you've got People who, maybe the other end of the spectrum is harsh to people like yourself, Rob, but it's kind of helping you through your daily life. It's like you take it as almost, you know, the rescue remedy to reduce nerves type thing. And maybe that is really harsh, Mm. but you get what I mean. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this, so you're you're talking about different indications almost. You have one where it's very severe epilepsy. You can't do anything in life at all because you're constantly in an epileptic fit or anxiety or depression where i think that's what most people use it for when they buy it over the counter in the uk at least and yeah it's it's a hard one i mean it's there isn't the science and the research there for anxiety and uh, depression to the same degree for epilepsy so there's a lot of anecdotal cases and Mm. even for uh, anxiety there's more than anecdotal cases there's some clinical trials but they're not very well controlled they're not very big but they are showing that it has some effect so was i think
0: the world health organization report recently wasn't there?
2: yeah yeah so they reported and they've listed a load of different diseases in which it might be very useful for in the future and yeah two of the main ones are anxiety and depression but again there's nothing there there's nothing set in stone there's not enough kind of worked on mm. it to say that right you need one of the two strengths that are going over or how much dosing to take but it does look like it could
0: be beneficial one more interesting point to raise is that with anxiety a lot of people i feel will be a bit confused because weed is associated with inducing anxiety right? exactly yeah people who smoke weed and then they become anxious and all sorts of knock-on effects we're we're saying the complete opposite yeah yeah we're saying take marijuana in the form of oil and cbd and it will help your anxiety that's a bit of a contradiction right
2: yes and no but i mean this is where i love it i'm a pharmacologist by trade okay (laughs) this This is where you get into the nitty-gritty kind of receptor pharmacology (laughs) which is why and that's all we have time for. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so as we were saying before briefly so there's two different receptors there's a cb1 and cb2 and thc so the natural high and uh, it works on the CB1 receptor, which is in your brain mainly. And that can not only give you the high feeling, but also give you that kind of raised blood pressure, feeling a little bit anxious. Whereas CBD, cannabidiol, the drug we've been talking mm. about, can actually act as an what's known as an antagonist. So it kind of blocks it. So it kind of shuts the door on this receptor. And that can actually lead to a, the opposite effect. So you kind of feel this relief from anxiety. But it's not quite as simple as that. There are kind of other Small effects where it works on lots of different other systems in the brain. But that's essentially why. So they work on the same system, but in two almost opposing ways. Yeah, really. Okay.
0: All right, we've been nabbering <laughs> away here. So, Ro, I'm going to give you a one sentence, Rob's Roundup.
1: One sentence? That's it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> give me something to work with. Would you take it again? I, I would absolutely take it again. Yeah. Uh, and I would like to continue taking it I'd be interested to try a higher strength ok that wasn't quite one sentence I know it wasn't <laughs> one sentence <laughs> I, I <laughs> no, no. That. Yeah. one
0: sentence was a hard task you can ask me another question if you want I'll try one sentence <laughs> <laughs> a summary summarize our conversation in one sentence oh that's tough it's a
2: very touch up upon a lot of different issues yeah, I think yeah, it's maybe. a it's a very hard one to summarize and I think that should be the summary almost. I was about to say there you go the, it's, it's not a black and white issue like if yeah. you want to try this then it's probably pretty safe. you might have a few different kind of you might get a little bit of uh, nauseousness or you might have a few different things, but it's pretty safe and it's worth trying if you are feeling anxious or depressed, but also talk to your doctor I'd say about it and, yeah and have your support
0: group that Rob has' yeah, yeah. Well, where I think we'll leave it, and I know we were we were gonna move on to other ther- other recreational drugs but I think we'll leave it to a part two yeah, yeah That sounds good we've got so it's engrossed in that subject and hopefully the listeners have as well yeah yeah. Um, <laughs> hopefully yeah let if us know if you not do not listen to it again yeah. and take some feed whilst you're doing it I was going to say yeah smoke a DV, you'll enjoy it more um, so yeah Yeah. cheers, uh, cheers. welcome we'll back, back, back for... for part two which yeah. will be even better I promise cheers guys bye
1: Sick, so sick, so sick of hell